Ah, hello. Uh, this is me uh, with a prelude to, to the prelude to today's uh, Into Your Head podcast radio program. Hello. Uh, I've just realised at the beginning of this show, uh, the first uh, four minutes and nine seconds is me uh, basically explaining that uh, I didn't like the beginning of the show and that I put in an extra four minutes and nine seconds before it for reasons which uh, you'll hear me explaining in the next segment. The next segment is the prelude. Uh, this is a prelude to the prelude. Uh, well, I didn't want to start uh, the show with the next segment, even though it is the prelude. I don't like it as an opener, uh, so I want to have this as an opener before it. There's nothing wrong with the segment per se. It's just that I don't want it to be to formulate the beginning of today's programme. Uh, it's not, oh, it's not the sequence in which I, I'm quite fussy about this. When you record a segment, uh, it's important the placing of it within the show uh, within the timeline of the show is important and might be one of the finest segments known to man uh, but that doesn't necessarily make it a good opener uh, it doesn't make this a good opener either uh, that's not to say that this isn't a good opener that remains to be seen I haven't finished it. give me a fucking chance to finish the opener before we start judging it uh, although where am I going to say whether I, well, I have to put in another prelude before this to say whether or not I approve of this opening I don't know I probably won't because I get stuck in a frigging vicious circle then I'll have the beginning of the show coming round back to meet the end of it before I know it and that would be an editing nightmare I can tell you I've had enough nightmares recently I can tell you I took a couple of Panadol night for a toothache the other night and I had frigging nightmares because that crap gives me nightmares I have nightmares about a library that I used to work in that's the nightmares in my world I have nightmares about working in an old old library that I worked in for several years uh, what else did I have uh, oh yes I dreamt that someone was trying to murder me and then another night I dreamt that I was trying to murder someone uh, which you might think is not a nightmare it's it's a uh, I suppose it's a nightmare inflicted on someone else uh, who hopefully was a fictional character in my dream uh, but nonetheless no I'd rather not be I'd rather not be having realistic imaginings of murdering people in my dreams. I'm not I'm not a fucking murderer and I'm not a would-be murderer and I don't enjoy dreaming about murdering people. Call call me old-fashioned, uh, but when it says thou shalt not kill, it doesn't mean uh, but get it off your chest by having a dream about her, because that's fine. Because uh, thinking about killing people is fine if it's just for, oh, if it's just to clear out your mind. No, no, I wouldn't go along with that. I can tell you. Uh, next thing you know, you'll be going to a freaking Batman movie just to see people getting shot on screen, and then they'll have people being shot in real life, and people making bad taste comments about it in the interest of comedy. And you'll say, "Oh, if you want comedy, why didn't you go and see uh, freaking the Family Guy Ted thing, fella, uh, instead of freaking Batman?" Uh, but what happens then if they have a shooting at one of these comedy films? Then, then I can tell you, uh, you'll have some woman coming along and saying I don't find shootings funny Seth MacFarlane should apologise for that shooting that happened in the crowd of his audience 
And also, I don't approve of rape. Joe, that's the thing that's been going around and all the po- all the comedy podcasts lately, or rather the, uh, the podcasts hosted by comedians interviewing other comedians. They've all been talking about some woman uh, who stood up at some comedy show and said, oh, uh, that's a joke you're doing about rape. Rape is never funny. And your man said something along the lines of, uh, wouldn't it be hilarious if uh, five people got up now and raped her? And this was considered controversial uh, quite rightly so it is controversial uh, con- controversy is the blood on which we all uh, lay our feet uh, I can tell you when we go up in the morning uh, you can't. You have to have something to lay your feet on uh, you have uh, maybe that's not the right metaphor but you go up in the I tell you if you go and watch Dexter uh, the TV programme on Showtime or uh, over here on FX uh, th- three years later uh, oh the opening sequence of that shows Dexter, this the serial killer, uh, getting his breakfast ready. I can tell you, he has meat every morning. He cooks bacon. Uh, he has bacon and eggs and uh, blood orange juice. Uh, I've never approved of blood. There was. I don't disapprove of blood oranges. I just don't like them. I don't get them. Why would you want the blood orange? They taste like crap. Uh, not in a good way. Imagine if the crap. Uh, if you had blood, if you ate a blood orange and then cropped it out and then made an orange out of the crop that's what a blood orange would taste like to me uh which is why i don't uh, that's why i'm not doing a food review show because i don't know how to describe anything other than in terms of uh the crop that the thing causes uh, which doesn't really help in any way anyway suffice to say hello uh, before we start today's show, uh, I want to put in this uh, prelude, because uh, I've already started the show, but I've just realised that the first two minutes uh, is promotional material, admittedly non-commercial, uh, promoting uh, the existence of an archives where reruns feed. Uh, but no, no, I don't want the first two minutes of the show to be a frigging promo. That's just taking the piss. Uh, if I listen to a podcast and the first two minutes are them, advertising something uh, that's just I, that happens to me I can tell you I write in and complain I say dear sir or madam I was listening to your audio internet broadcast the other day and you spent the first two minutes promoting stuff uh, that's the sort of thing you do halfway through when you've provided at least 15 minutes of entertainment and or stimulation uh, that's when you earn the right to promote something uh, which that's why I put my ads uh, in the middle of the show normally uh, not at the beginning uh, you have to earn uh, it's like in a taxi the clock is ticking and when the uh, when the taxi driver has driven you for a couple of miles that's when the money starts counting up it doesn't start counting up at the beginning you don't get in the cab and he says oh uh, I've started all I've started now uh, the first three euros has already come up on the c- clock so you want to give that to me now and then we get going uh, no no if that happened you'd probably punch him in the face and then he'd call the cops uh, quite rightly too you can't go around assaulting taxi drivers for no reason or for a reason that's not very good unless the reason is that he it's self-defense uh, uh. 
uh, but even in a, a, a world as capitalistic and greedy as here, uh, protecting yourself from uh, having to pay three euros in advance uh, is not really uh, cannot really be considered self-defense uh, in any real genuine sense. I hope not. Anyway, uh, maybe that's not the case. I don't know. Uh, if you have a world where you have a world where the freaking the likes of uh, Apple and their mother crowd can be suing each other for eight billion euros over a patent, uh, then you can damn sure the Christ as hell that uh, one of these days you're going to get sued for by a taxi driver for something like that. Uh, well, at least don't uh, don't make the situation worse by punching him in the face or anywhere else. Don't punch him anywhere. That's what, that would be my recommendation. In fact, that would be the official uh, stance of Into Your Head podcast. Don't punch taxi drivers in the face or anywhere else uh, unless it's uh, oh, unless it's to save your life uh, or something. I don't know. Unless you uh, you can put a convincing case uh, so much, so convincing that the taxi driver afterwards, when you explain it to him in the hospital, will say oh, I completely understand why you have to do that then. Uh, I think uh, think think no more about it. That's fine. Uh, if that's the case, then I suppose that would be uh, that would be acceptable to me anyway. Although I'm not the freaking courts. Uh, just because it's acceptable to me doesn't mean you're going to. Uh, get away with it although I suppose if it saves your life thing you have got away with something you've gotten away with your life even if you end up in jail for assault uh, assault and the funny dash they say uh, oh you're going to jail for assault uh, but if you pour assault on someone's wounds uh, that's considered an extra assault uh, say oh Oh no, I suppose that's not funny at all. Uh, I thought I'd hit on something there, uh, but no, there's nothing in there. Uh, no, no, don't look over here, nothing to see here, as they say. Uh, no agenda with John C. Dvorak and uh, Adam Curry, they say. Uh, not, uh, don't look over here, nothing to see here. Hey, look at that. It's one of their jingles. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, anyway, on with the beginning of the thing. It's time for Insert Client's Product Title here. The greatest podcast or media product or insert name of medium on insert name of client's planet. Billing reference 93424. Do you like reruns? Uh, well, you probably do, because uh, uh, at least two of you have contacted me in the last week to ask, uh, where do I get old episodes of Into Your Head? I've been enjoying all the recent ones, and I've been particularly enjoying the ones where you explain exactly how to get old episodes of Into Your Head. In fact, I've been enjoying them so much that I decided to contact you to ask how I can get old episodes of Into Your Head. Uh, well, don't panic, I'm about to tell you. There's a reruns feed now. Uh, I put about five or six old episodes from my 600 episode six year history uh, rerun about six episodes every week on the reruns feed uh, just search iTunes for into your head reruns or archives or something and it'll come up or else visit into your slash archive uh, to learn to learn more about subscribing to my unique free reruns feed uh, you have two into your 
head feeds then you'll have this one that you're listening to now with the new stuff and you'll have the reruns feed with the old stuff oh it's absolutely fantastic i put out stuff from 2005 and 2006 and 2007 and 2008 and 2009 every week uh, except 2005 because it didn't exist in 2005 uh, but you get the general idea anyway uh, if you want reruns uh, go to intoyourhead.com slash archive and subscribe to the reruns feed there and if you want to listen to any random old episode without doing that uh, tells you how to do that too absolutely fucking fantastic if you want to listen to old crap uh, from before I oh, before I became a professional podcaster uh, back when I used to sit out in the back garden with a can of cider because uh, this was a new housing estate then and you could just shout about cats while drinking cider in your back garden without bothering anyone uh, that's what you get when you listen to old episodes from the early days uh, intoyourhead.com slash archives on with the show into your head Monday everywhere uh, except here in the Into Your Head uh, studio uh, where I'm coming to you from the past. That's uh, absolutely fucking fantastic. There's no Monday for me and even if there was it wouldn't be a Monday that in any way resembles yours uh, in all likelihood. Uh, I spent my Mondays uh, sitting here doing this and other similar things. Uh, I don't have to oh, no commute whatsoever at the moment. I don't have to go and sit on a train like you which are uh, oh, with your uh, half of you get on the train at five o'clock of a Monday morning. You get a train. Oh, you get a train up to some place, and then you get off the train, and then you say taxi, 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 uh, which is a rather infantile, if you don't mind me saying so. You foreigners do that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just a local thing uh, where the teenagers like to go. Ta- taxi just before they let out a silent fart in class uh, maybe you don't i don't know uh, who am i to say who am i to dictate to you what you do and don't do uh, in terms of uh, vulgar uh, i suppose not that vulgar it's just farting it's just air coming out of your uh, out of your uh, system uh, your system a, a system that could let out something stuff that's a lot worse to, than farting and air I can tell you oh no people get very worked up over farting it's just air uh, it's just, uh, it just comes out of the same place uh, as other stuff that comes out of and if you let the other stuff out in public uh, then it will be a lot more of a serious matter it will be a whole different kettle of fish an entirely separate ball game uh, a fish, a fish-based ball game. It was not possible. I don't know. Is there water polo? Is that fish-based? I don't know. When you play water polo, are there fish involved, or are there fish? Is there possible for fish to be there in the uh, oh, in the field? Uh, I don't even know what water polo is anymore. I'm sure I did at one point. Uh, I'm probably lost. In let's have a look now. Let's see what water polo is. Uh, water polo. Uh, search. Uh, let's 
Water polo or water ball is a team water sport. The playing team consists of six players and one goalkeeper. The winner of the game is the team that dot dot dot. Ah, uh, supposed to click through here, I suppose. Oh, there's an Irish water polo association. Oh, now that's interesting. There's also an IrelandWaterPolo.com. Uh, this wouldn't be of interest to you foreigners unless you're so obsessed with Ireland uh, that you like to look into. There are people like that. There are people out there. Uh, they'll come along and say, oh, I'm Irish. My great-great-great-great-great-grandmother ate a potato once in the 1800s and she was considered the elite at that time because the potato famine was around and she survived it by eating a potato that wasn't blighted. Uh, wasn't blighted with whatever the hell it was blighted with and just, oh, I'm Irish. Look at me, I'm Irish. These are the people that go on the internet and they look up water polo and they say, oh, look at that. It's an Irish. I think I'll get into Irish water polo. I'll set up the Irish water polo team in Boston, 3,000 fucking miles away. Is there sort of crap they get up to? And then they have meetings in the so-called Irish pub, and they drink so-called Irish beer, and then they go around to the local shop where they sell imported Tato crisps at highly inflated prices. Ah, uh, it's an industry in itself, I can tell you. They're selling Irish crisps and potato crisps and beer to foreigners abroad. Uh, oh, it's absolutely fucking fantastic. You should get into that. If you ever want to get into a business, get into the business of selling uh, Irish foods and beverages to expats in America. Oh, they'll uh, give you their whole salary for a packet of salt and vinegar, Tejo crisps, uh, maybe a bottle of, uh, oh, a can of club orange, uh, whatever else you can get here that you can't get over there usually. I don't know. Uh, is this of any interest to anyone? I doubt it very much. Uh, it's Sunday afternoon and I'm hungover. I'm as hungover as be damned. Uh, so I suppose in a way, uh, this is my Monday morning. I'm uh, being hungover on a Sunday afternoon is the closest I get at the moment to your uh, your sun, your Monday mornings where you get up at five o'clock and you, you're probably hungover too. You're probably drinking right now. Uh, most of my listeners are in North America. Uh, let's do a bit of mathematics here. It's uh, 1.07pm here in Ireland, which means on the east coast of America... Uh, it's seven minutes past eight in the morning uh, of a Sunday morning and on the west coast it's about ten past five. Uh, so uh, the American listeners are probably enjoying their Sunday morning, uh, early Sunday morning breakfast beer at the moment. Uh, so you'll be hungover by the time uh, by the time you get to 1.08pm as it is here. Uh, but by then I'll have, uh, I'll have got ahead of you then. I'll be up to 9pm. I'll be gone to bed by then. I agree. I'm sure to Christ as hell. I'll be gone to bed by the time you catch up with me in terms of this time. Uh, wait a minute, it's so hard. Did I say it's Sunday? I didn't mean to say that. Uh, why, why would I mean to say that when it's not true? Uh, no, no. I didn't know. I'm rest assured I had no intention to mislead you as to what day it is here. Although, why wouldn't I? Uh, this is meant for Monday morning. I should just come on and say, uh, it's Monday morning, hello. And that'll get rid of any confusion or allegations of mislegion. Although I wouldn't then, because then you'd be accusing me of mislegion in terms of uh, saying that it's Monday when it's not. It is Monday when this comes out. Uh, you may well be listening to it on a Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, but that part of it is beyond my control. I can't control your... 
uh, your uh, place in the space-time continuum. Uh, well, I have to admit, I can control mine. Uh, well, why should I have to? Uh, there's more to life than worrying about where you are along the fucking space-time continuum, especially when you're hungover on a Saturday afternoon and you think it's Sunday afternoon. Ah, uh, bollocks. Uh, is this recording? Probably, yeah, there it is. It is recording. Uh, is it worth recording? That's the question. I would argue that it's not. I would argue that I should leave this recording for now and come back to it tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, I just don't like leaving it the last day before it's due out uh, this has to come out at midnight oh one on sunday night i can tell you uh, and that's i can tell you that's no mean feat when i'm just starting it now uh, i've only got the whole weekend to deal with it and the weekend started yesterday uh, people like to say the weekend starts here what they neglect to say is that when they say that uh, here is a place that's fixed in the past like in star trek did uh, when they were trying to figure out where they are uh, they they'd leave a beacon an electronic beacon like an anchor they'd drop a beacon and they'd leave it there so they'd say the weekend started here so we leave this here and then they'd float away through time and space and they'd say uh, has the weekend started yet and uh, oh Captain Picard would say yes the weekend has started Wesley uh, the problem is uh, how long ago it started because weekends don't go on forever uh, so I'll check that beacon now how far away is it and Wesley would go uh, oh uh, the weekend started a day and a half ago and uh, that would suggest to me that it's almost over so although the weekend has indeed started uh, it may well be gone uh, very soon in fact it probably will uh, you can be damn sure to Christ as hell unless they got their clocks wrong or their time zones wrong uh, uh, although time zones in space of course would be a lot more complicated or would they? I don't know uh, there's certainly uh, there's scope for them to be simplified in a fictional setting like Star Trek you can make, you can make the time as simple because they did it with the languages they decided oh they all just have a magic thing where everyone understands each other and they all seem to be speaking English uh, so they can do the same with time zones I suppose if necessary uh, if necessary uh, though you can't now because Star Trek the next generation has already been made and unless you go back in time in real life uh, you can't do anything about the fictional time stuff in it uh, so real life is intruding upon us there the real space-time continuum gets uh, gets in the way of adopting adopting fiction that's already been done although that's fine uh, fiction isn't meant to be reissued and reviewed every decade uh, although who's to say it can't be i'm certainly not saying it can't be are you uh, if you are uh, i would argue that uh, I wouldn't argue anything. Why would I argue with the likes of you? You're one of you're my finest uh, supporters. You go out there every day and you say, "Oh, uh, I'm at my job where I have to buy loads of stuff through Amazon." So every time I go to Amazon, I'm going to go to IntoYourHead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon link. Uh, Amazon.com for America, Amazon.ca for Canada, Amazon.co.uk for UK and Ireland, and I'm going. I click through and then make my purchases there and thereby my favourite podcast uh, will earn a generous commission at no cost to me or my employer uh, and that's what I'm going to do uh, so you're busy there doing that so why would I want to uh, take anything like that up with you I don't know there we go 10 minutes that's a third of the show done on a hungover day I think that's quite enough for today we'll come back to this tomorrow
Uh, did I say hello yet? I probably didn't. Uh, hello and welcome belatedly to the show. Uh, you're not late. I am. Uh, I'm, no, I'm not late. I'm just late saying hello. I wasn't late with the... Well, I don't know whether it's going to be late yet, but I'm almost certain that it won't be. Uh, I'll tell you, if this show is late, uh, it won't be from any lack of effort on my behalf. It'll be because the world blew up or something, or I had an emergency involving all eight of my cats, uh, or... Uh, I don't know, I had another hangover because someone forced some alcohol down me tonight, uh, which I'll try not to allow to happen. Uh, I don't see why it would, quite frankly. Why would it? Uh, no, I don't no ask ask the writers of star trek that uh, they'd probably say oh uh we have synth hall here you don't get drunk anymore so i wouldn't worry about that and you say what the fucking hell is the point of that and they'll say the point of that is that this is the future that's what the point of that is and you say well it's the fictional future and they'll say the future isn't written yet there's no reason why this couldn't be the real future as well and you say it can't be the real future as well because it came out in the early 1990s and they'll say oh ah hello uh, let's get this crap over and done with uh, we have another uh, I'd say seven six and a half minutes or so to fill up with crap here uh, so let's get it done and dusted so I can get on with my day I have other things to do here you know still painting the house uh, painting the house uh, just the inside of it I'm not painting the outside uh, once you paint the inside you've got a coat of paint all the way around there's no need to be put an extra coat on the outside uh, you've got a layer of bricks there protecting the internal paintwork and you've a uh, oh you've got red brick and pebble dash on the outside there's no reason to be painting the outside of a house nowadays in the modern society uh, houses are designed not to be painted except on the only reason you paint the inside is because you're fucking sick of looking at uh, magnolia that was put up by the builder six years ago uh, magnolia everywhere fucking magnolia all my studios were at magnolia probably be the last uh, room in the house to get painted uh, probably sometime uh, next year at this rate uh, so I'm going to be looking at Magnolia up here for at least the next several months I'd say uh, but don't worry I'll keep myself stimulated while I'm in here I'll have posters and windows and uh, caffeine and all sorts of distractions and a big fucking screen in front of me so it's not really an issue here uh when i come into the studio here the decor doesn't matter because uh, i reside in my imagination here uh is, i'm in my imagination fictional world of cats walking into bars uh taxi drivers not getting beaten up by me uh what else uh blood oranges causing uh crop to uh, make blood oranges or whatever it was I don't know whatever hell else I was talking about today I don't know what was I talking about today let's have a look at the show notes and we'll see uh, show 611 blood oranges and assault Neil sets out the argument against punching taxi drivers in the face and discusses the limitations of fictional time travel fish based ball games and something about silent farting an unhelpful description of blood oranges uh, and having a hangover and lots more uh, not for children published under a creative commons blah 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 etc uh, there you go that's what's on today's show in case you missed it 
if you missed any of that, uh, it's time, almost time now to rewind uh, before it goes on to the next track. Uh, probably Mark Maron introduce. Uh, Mark Maron interviewing uh, some stand-up comic who's probably going to die in a month's time from drug addictions. We can replay him then as a re- as a tribute. That's what happens if you go on these shows. Uh, yes, uh, basically you end up dead, and they repeat them ad nauseum. They say this fella's dead. Uh, here's a convenient rerun of an interview I did with him last year while he was still alive. Because you can't interview these people while they're. I suppose you have a point. You can't interview these people when they're dead. So at the moment, uh, so you have to interview them while they're alive. Even if you could interview them while they're dead, it wouldn't make for a very interesting or stimulating interview. Uh, or would it? There's the question. We'll never know until it happens, and unless it happens, uh, interview with a vampire is the closest we've got. To, that wasn't a dead person. That was a vampire. Is a vampire a dead person? I don't think so. A vampire is an undead person, not to be confused with an undead person, which is, uh, in fact, a dead person. Uh, no, the undead are dead people who've... Uh, ah, you know what I mean. A dead per- uh, Suffice to say, uh, vampires are... Uh, non-dead, uh, those other things are undead, you, what do you call them, how you know those things, zombies zombies are uh, the undead except they are dead uh, vampires are the non-dead and they're not dead at all uh, very confusing if you ask me, uh, no wonder people don't want to get into this afterlife stuff nowadays, it's too fucking complicated they can't even figure out whether someone's alive or dead from their uh, title, back in the old days people had titles, they say uh, there's a doctor it's, someone said uh, that's Dr. O'Carroll there you know damn well to sure as Christ that this fellow was a physician or a surgeon of some sort nowadays of course you can be a doctor oh you can be a doctor of uh, you can be a doctor of lawn mowing and cat owning I'm probably a doctor of something am I a doctor of something I probably am but I'm particularly good at uh, making toast uh, I'll add that to my thing I can feed cats like there's no tomorrow uh, which is a problem because then tomorrow comes along and you have no cat food left because you tre- fed them like there was no tomorrow yesterday and on top of that they all have the runs uh, so you have to clean that up off the kitchen floor and uh, then you have to go to the shopping uh, stock up on cat food again not that I begrudge them that why would you begrudge a cat some extra cat food for Christ's sake unless you're a fucking vampire or an undead person who's really dead uh, or whatever the hell else you call them, I don't know. Uh, anyway, suffice to say, good morning. Bitch, Bubba, sit. Good morning, Bubba. Into your head.com.